everyone to the Grind Culture Detox podcast series. In this podcast, we talk about everything as it relates to workplace well-being and detoxing from grind culture using different spiritual and healing practices. And so I'm so excited to have this particular guest on the show, first because she's an amazing astrologer and because she's an amazing friend. I'd love to introduce y'all to Kristen Thomas. Well, Kristen uses her psychic ability, knowledge of the occult, and background in psychology to make sense of the world. Since 2016, she has extensively studied tropical astrology, Vedic astrology, and the tarot. Her mission is to help others better understand themselves and the world through combining her psychic ability with the occult ancient arts, which is on deck. Whoop, whoop. All right. <laughs> and without further ado, love to introduce you, Kristen. Welcome to the show. How has grind culture impacted you and your in your work life? Grind culture for me, I feel um, it really started with watching my parents and their relationship to work because when we're babies we literally watch our parents and that's how we learn how to be human beings that's your your model for humanhood right there mm -hmm. and my dad would just work such long hours and it wasn't until he had a health crisis that he finally retired um so he's he's not really sure um what his next phase what he really wants to do now that he can think of what he wants to do. And I think that my own experience was very similar in a way. Um, I was a flight attendant and I quit my job last year because I was having ear issues that were related to constant pressure changes. Mm -hmm. And although it was very, very hard for me to leave that job because it was it was what I what I saw my future as it's all that I could think of that I wanted to do I realized that I had a bigger issue that I really needed to work out and that was my false beliefs that I had particularly um, programmed by toxic grind culture pretty much I was under the understanding previously, um, before I started having health issues, that as long as I had a physical body, I had income. A lot of counseling, a lot of sitting with myself and having those really honest, um, blunt conversations as to why I felt that I could just work, work, work myself and that that was okay. I had to have a lot of really serious conversations with myself as far as how I got into that place in the first place. And I think where we all start out, if we're being honest with ourselves, is our parents, you know, not, not to bash on anybody's parents or anything like that, but um, there's this documentary on the Discovery Channel and it talked about um, babies' mechanisms for learning in the mm -hmm. first couple of months and it had MRI scans and baby's ability to learn later on and what they were learning, mm -hmm. they were able to correlate that with their parents' behavior. And it literally makes sense. You know, babies are little computers and they, they any, any parent, you know, you know, they, um, they know that babies see everything. Mm -hmm. Anything that, that you do, they wanna do. It has to be that way 
because where else are they getting this information from? Babies aren't on the internet reading on Google. They're getting it from somewhere. And their parents are the people who they spend most of their time around. So um, I think part of it, part of the healing is acknowledging your role in it, but mm -hmm. also acknowledging um, that it, you didn't just wake up one day and think, oh, I'm going to work myself to death. <laughs> it all comes from somewhere. There's a lot of work that has to be done. Um, there's a lot of conversations that need to be had. Mm. Wow, that's pretty deep. Yeah, definitely got a lot of my particular uh, habits around work from watching my mom approach work too. And sometimes I feel my my mom in my body as I'm working and I got to like slow, like, okay, <laughs> like really kind of do the mirror work and step outside of myself for a bit. Um, so I super relate to that. So um, so we talked a little bit about your journey with grind culture and, and how you've been unlearning it. So where does astrology come into play with this journey? And why astrology, like why the interests in general? That's a really great question. I think I just have a thing for difficult hobbies. <laughs> astrology is very, very in-depth. It's not, the sun can tell you a lot but it's not just about your sun sign. It's not even just about your moon sign. It's not even about your ascendant. You take a look at the exact time that the creation of something occurred. Mm -hmm. So um, for your average common natal astrology, where you look at the birth chart for somebody who's born, you take a look at the planets and different stars and the sun and the moon and where they're placed in correlation to the Eastern horizon, specifically at the time that you were born, just as much as you can tell the characteristics of that a wine might have based, based on the region and the year that it was born, mm -hmm. um, people and events and different things, you can tell very similar characteristics based on their time of creation. Mm. so it's not even anything magical necessarily it can be but even at a basic level that's what we're looking at by knowing your birth time and you know the details so like looking at your birth certificate you're able mm -hmm. to kind of um and you read your birth chart through astrology you would be able to get some more insight into like why you are the way you are is that what you would would say yes Okay. Now that's how I've used it. Mm -hmm. um, you can use that to see a lot of different things. Um, think of it as a, uh, I want to say, think of your birth chart as an ingredient list, mm. if you will. And you can take a look at your ingredients and see if they're compatible with other ingredients, see if maybe other people are allergic to you. That's, <laughs> that's actually not a very good, uh, <laughs> that's not a very good metaphor, but um, it happens. Hey. <laughs> you know, some, you know, if you're a bag of baking soda and you want to stay a bag of baking soda, maybe you might want to stay away from vinegar over down the street. Maybe you want to stay away from them. Mm -hmm. Just an idea. <laughs> no, but um, how I have used it, there has, I have my own issues with um, projection and um, that is found I'll just say it's found in the planet Neptune mm -hmm. um, and Neptune has to do with the ability to 
transition between different realities mm-hmm. on many levels. On the upside, it could be, hey, somebody has Neptune. They make a really great counselor because they can feel what that other person is feeling. They can mm-hmm. understand where maybe that other person can't quite grasp that. They can help them. And of course, if there's professional boundaries and that person has been properly trained, they can help heal that person. Um, and the, the downside to Neptune is that it's really hard to grasp. There's a lot of fog. Uh, Neptune is associated with fog. So if you're one of those people who can't see themselves, or maybe even you're trying to see something that's in your, um, an issue that's in your 12th house. So everybody has a 12th house. And what that pretty much is, long story short, is an area of your life where you can't clearly see. Things appear mm-hmm. as though they're hidden from you based off mm-hmm. of your point of view. It might be obvious to people outside of you. Um, and looking at your chart can help you see what some of those things might be. And you can take that to a professional and they can work with you like, hey, maybe I might have something like this going on. You know, they look in their notes. Hey, you know, I've, I've heard you mention this particular thing. They don't have to be an astrologer, you know, but you say certain keywords and they can look to see, hey, you know, you have seen, you have, you know, mentioned this. What could that be? And then you can do something with that. Or even for people who have been on autopilot and just giving away their energy and they don't understand where they might have issues with boundaries in their particular lives, you can see where you might have particular boundary issues in your chart. And so even though you can't clearly see it, you can use astrology as a tool to help you gain access to things that are unclear for you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also for the listeners... There will be a link in the description if you are like, I don't know what my birth chart is. I just know that I just know my sun sign. So there, there'll be a link. So if you want to kind of go and check and see and see a little bit more. So I want to pivot a little bit more to work um, and well-being at work in particular when it comes mm-hmm. to astrology. So Kristen, how can how do you think that astrology su- can help support our well-being? It kind of goes off of Neptune and boundaries Mm -hmm. because Mm. opposite there's a 612 house axis so daily routines work co-workers and anything in life where you give and you don't give back um that is the sixth house sixth house okay and so opposite to that house so that's the area of the sky at the time that you were born that had just set so if, if sun set maybe an hour ago, the sun is in the sixth house. It's right under the horizon. Okay. Um, and if someone doesn't have, um, or if someone has um, problematic dynamics that maybe they're not pay atten- paying attention to, that's evidenced by their sixth house. Um, it also activates their 12th house through opposition. And your 12th house are is your undoing. It's your need to be alone. Mm. Um, it's losses, flat out losses. So the sixth house is where you daily give of yourself and you don't get back. Um, losses in general are usually associated with, um, I guess material losses are associated with the 12th house. So giving away of charitable, um, giving away money through charity, charitable means, that has to do with 
the 12th house. And that also, um, it uh, is associated with a lot of Neptunian energy as well. Mm -hmm. So usually if someone's coming into that type of issue, you're gonna look at the 6th, 12th house, you're gonna look at Neptune and also boundaries, that Saturn, and that helps you have longevity. Mm. Anything that's not um, sustainable that usually doesn't have a clearly defined set of boundaries. And so um, you might have, I know with your background, you, you've done a lot of work um, surrounding boundaries and the importance of boundaries. And this isn't to, to bully Neptune and Jupiter in the 12th house and the 6th house. Without those things, we need those things to connect with people who are outside of our everyday um, or our social sphere, or we need them to connect to the world in general. Yeah. Or so humans are social. We need that. However, like anything, when you're focusing too much energy into it, it has consequences. Mm-hmm. And health is usually one of those things that we see when people have been overworking. So it sounds like um, to what you're saying is having healthier boundaries, essentially, something that's more sustainable. You can't mm-hmm. just give away yourself and give away yourself and give away yourself. That that's not going to last very long. You're going to drain yourself of all of your health. And I think that if people figure out where are they dishonoring their boundaries, that can give them some clues as far as physically, what is the manifestation of that? Mm -hmm. So the link I'm pretty sure is astro.com, right? That's the free. That's the free. So anyone tuning in who's like, what's going on? I don't know. Go to astro.com, get you an account. It's all free. Type in, you just need your birth time. You need to know where you were born and your full name, like on your birth certificate, you type all that in and then um, it will show you your birth chart. And so you want to take a look at Neptune, Jupiter, sixth house and the 12th house and just kind of read up on it and study and see mm-hmm. like, does it apply to you? Does this, is, is this connecting? Yeah, the boundaries piece is, is really critical. And I, I can definitely attest to the fact that I'm still learning astrology. It's always been something I've been interested in. Like, I think I bought my first astrology book when I was like 10. Um, and it was like, oh, oh wow. Yeah, it was a little book of birthdays. So it's like each day, you know, it gives you a profile, right? And I remember reading mine and being like, this is so accurate. And just kind of reading (laughs) like my friends and family and be like, this is so accurate. Um, And then, but really kept it pretty surface level. I didn't even start getting into what Jupiter was or what the houses were really until this, like in the past year. Um, so it's a journey and it, it is I, for a while I felt like astrology was a bit overwhelming. I'm like, look, I'm not good at math and science. I'm not trying to learn all that. So, you know, cause it felt it's a science, you know, and, um, yeah. And so, but I, I will say it's been really empowering and affirming for me as I've been like reevaluating my relationship with work. So, um, highly recommend just kind of doing some study, some self-study, um, self-mastery is really important and we have to know ourselves and, and why we do what we do. But like for folks who want some, a practical or like an experiential activity to get started, we're gonna, we're gonna launch a, an activity right now where we kind of unpack how can we take our sun sign, 
Um, so that's the primary sign, right, Kristen, that we learn about first. Uh, what's the sun sign? How would you describe that? The sun sign, um, it is that primary sign that we learn about, at least in a, um, in a Western culture or America. Um, America is in Western America. It's not all Western culture, but it's a part of it. And we're in America, so I just thought I would say that. Um, in case there are anybody from any other countries watching that might not be considered in the in the West. Um, the sun is the primary object. It's said to give light to everything in life. Mm -hmm. um, without the sun, metaphorically, life can't be sustained. We need that solar energy. Plants need that solar energy to make food. We need the solar energy to see is really important. And the sun directs all of the other planets. And so what the ancients did was they looked in life and they're like, huh, the sun does this. What else in our lives as a metaphor does very similar things? And those particular things we associate with the sun. So authority figures, authority figures make rules. They they tell us what to do. They have the power in society. Mm -hmm. um, if you have power um, dynamics with authority that are problematic, you definitely want to check out what's happening with your sun. Self-esteem. The sun generates its own light. Self-esteem is about generating your, your self-confidence. It is your self-confidence. It's the ability to feel good about yourself. When you feel good about yourself, you can do anything because that light is coming within. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel self-confident, you definitely want to look at your sun. But what we're going to do is I'm going to, there's so many keywords for all the signs, but I'm going to pick two of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> and um, I can give more keywords um, if you like, but we're going to just do two keywords for each sign. And then you're going to, um, we're going to think about that in context of the sun and the sun being what energizes you. And you okay. can kind of think of not doing those things as things that are, the more often you're doing those things that energize you, the more often you all, you would be um, at peace or satisfied with how you're spending your time. Okay. And if you want, um, we can pick the opposite of something, um, the opposite of that sign and see how maybe focusing on those things might drain you. Now, interesting mm -hmm. story in astrology, um, other people are opposite to, so we're usually, our physical body is represented by that Eastern horizon point from for where we were born at any given time. The point 180 degrees is other people. So we look for other people to come in our life and do those things for us. Could it be that we don't want to do things that drain us? Maybe. Could it all just be magic and, <laughs> and mean absolutely nothing? Maybe. I don't know. But we'll take a look at that um, as a way to examine because it's so easy to find your sunshine. Even if you don't want to fill out all that information on astro.com. I just personally really like that website, but there's so many out there. So we're going to take then two characteristics. So my sun sign is Capricorn. What are the two characteristics you have for, for Capricorns that energize yes. us? So I chose the two words, achievement and objectivity. Okay. 
now how this could play out. Let's start with objectivity. I know we talked about achievement before and we'll get into that. Something that's objective is clearly defined. Mm -hmm. And Saturn rules Capricorn. Saturn is boundaries. Yep. Saturn removes all the fluff. If you have an unclear job role, someone who has a lot of Capricorn energy, exactly. You're not in your making <laughs> your head. You're not gonna like that. <laughs> Heck, please. Yeah. No. <laughs> when you have to work with people, and it's like, okay, you didn't tell me what time we're gonna start. You didn't say when we're gonna show up. You're just like, oh, eventually. What does that mean? I need to know what can can I at least have eventually up until a certain point so I can schedule something else after that or I can I can chill like don't leave me on red I need to know what's going on so if you're in a lot of situations where for whatever reason um things aren't as defined as they could be or at least you're liking that's probably going to frustrate you it's probably going to drain you and if they're let's say you're a business owner like you mm -hmm. are and there are tasks in which you have to deal with a lot of ambiguity that is a perfect thing to delegate to somebody else if you yep. want mm -hmm. what would be like tasks that that deal with ambiguity what would that look like i'm just thinking like a task that task. has a lot of ambiguity in my opinion is something that for example something that's more emotional mm -hmm. that's sort of ambiguous because you can't tell somebody what they're feeling you can't mm -hmm. see it even to some extent i'm psychic but there's still a barrier as far as that goes whoever tells you that they're a psychic and that they can read people's mind word for word please don't give your money to that person that's not how it works <laughs> they <laughs> but um if you have to deal with a lot of subjectivity you might that might not be as easily accessible for you to go to like that so mm -hmm. that might be something that maybe you might want some help on mm -hmm. now do i get into the shadow side at this point that's that's the plot twist the gag is as as mm -hmm. as great kiki likes to say right, <laughs> or should we say that for a, for another time so the gag is <laughs> i'm using it i'm trying to be cool <laughs> What's the gag? the gag is our shadow side is something that we do that we just don't identify with that mm -hmm. it's sort of the first thing that people see about us. Yes. Okay, what's the shadow side? <laughs> so the shadow side to Capricorn is being highly emotional, super defensive, um, actually concerned with people's emotions, which is really Thank beautiful you. actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, what y'all talking about? I do care. But yes, on the, on the outside, it can look like you just roboting it around, you know, but yes. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a, there's a cause and effect for that. Somebody who knows that they can get hurt very easily, mm -hmm. you better have a shell around you and shells are boundaries. Mm -hmm. You better have that because if you get hurt, that other person can go to sleep fine at night but you have to deal with it. Nobody knows what you have to deal with when you're asleep at night in your bed alone and the lights are off. Church. All right, so we got, so objectivity, I'm feeling it. I see how that relates to boundaries for Capricorn. And I really relate to that. Um, I'm really big on contracts 
and yes. because it's it helps me to get clarity and objectivity as you're saying I just I need it on a piece of paper or on a doc that I can refer back to it's a must what's another what's the other quality um that oh achievement so how does achievement yes. come into play so achievement is let's call it the the objective picture of whatever success is for you mm -hmm. usually means that you've been working on something, you've been accumulating something, and now you have this grand amount of something that you can see. It's not objective. You've been going to school and now you have a master's. You're not just going to read books for no reason. You mm -hmm. want to do something with it. Mm -hmm. What do they say? Pixar didn't happen? You know, like, <laughs> it's kind of on that thread, but you might not like X, Y, and Z over there, but guess what? If they have a degree, you might not like them, but if they're the only person in your area that you can go to for that particular thing that you have to have a degree for, it doesn't matter how they feel about it. They have to come to you. Mm. It is what it is, you know? So it's something that is a absolute manifestation of the energy and the work that you put in that can be seen for everybody to see or for you if you don't want anybody to see that. You still need an accomplishment. If you are just working and working away at something and you don't have anything to show for it, mm -hmm. you're gonna be like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. why I don't have like boundless energy you know, so um, I would say that that is kind of how we think of achievements. And one of the symbols of Capricorn is the goat. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, some people say it's just a general goat. Some people say it's a seagoat. And it's like, what the hell is a seagoat? Thank you. Don't, you. We don't know, but <laughs> let's just go with this. Let's just go with this. <laughs> so, you know, think of a goat climbing up a hill and hills are steep. It's not fun, but you're just doing it. And guess what? Other people may drop off, but you're just going. And I don't care how tired you are. I don't care where you stop. If your feet keep moving, you will be objectively higher than you were before. It's almost kind of like, um, let's say that you have a commission job, right? Or those types of jobs that depend on... Um, you can work as hard as you want and you will only get paid more based off of that. You have a finite amount of time, you get paid for that. So it's not like your salary. Some, mm -hmm. Being salaried, I, would, I don't really know how that would work. You probably have to have some other um, energies going on in your chart if you're okay with that. But you would thrive off of something where if you put in seven hours, you get $700. If you put in 15 hours, you get $1,500. It's an achievement. It's something that you can actually see. It's not like, I don't care if I work 10 hours or if I work 10,000, I'm still getting $100. No, that's not going to fly. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, why am I doing this? Somebody else needs to do that. <laughs> Delegate to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's what I think of achievements. And um, if you look at the um, astrological, the tropical Western um, astrological wheel, the natural ruler of the 10th house is at the very top of the circle. That's not for no reason. In that natural house, um, let's say somebody is born at noon, the sun is directly ahead of you. And they say um, any planet that's in the 10th house is great there because it's so high up 
everyone can see it. So if you're looking for achievement and recognition, any planets that are in the 10th house are going to give you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that, that's some food for thought and it definitely, that really checks out. Um, those two examples that you provided. And so for folks who are interested in learning about what their um, defining characteristics are, you can take a look and see what Kristen has provided and, um, and see if that's actually Kristen, would you um, be able to share just to share like each sign and the two corresponding ones and then you know and then y'all can take them take some time to kind of think about if that checks out for you yes okay so now as i give these signs um for those of you who know your son's sign um if you don't google it real quick (laughs) but um think about do these keywords resonate with you um what about it resonates with you did any other keywords resonate Um, how do you feel about your current job? Let's say that your job is being a stay-at-home mommy. That is, to some extent, a job Mm -hmm. because kids don't raise you. You raise your kids. Mm -hmm. You're giving of yourself to raise those precious babies. Mm -hmm. You know, that has to be honored. If you're an executive director of a nonprofit and you're volunteering, you're still giving of yourself. Mm-hmm. So um, that still applies to you as well. So we're going to start off with Aries. Mm-hmm. Competitive. Impulse. Mm-hmm. Taurus, which is the next sun sign to Taurus. Sensory. Luxury. Mm-hmm. For Gemini, idea exploration. Communicative. Mm-hmm. For Cancer, safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Protection. For Leo, affirmations or things that are affirming to yourself. Yeah. Creative self-expression. So sort of a words of affirmation, super Leo thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Virgo, service, organization. Some people actually get energized by giving and that would be a service type thing. Libra, social relationships. Scorpio, power, investigative. Sagittarius, higher learning, adventure. Mm -hmm. Capricorn, of course, achievement, objectivity. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We love our Capricorns. Um, Aquarius, innovation, freedoms. Mm-hmm. Haven't we heard about our freedoms through the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Um, and Pisces, idealism, artistic. So again, think about, do these keywords resonate with your sign? There's many other keywords out there. I just picked these two. But you can also go online and Google things. Um, for yourself, because this is these are DIY ways that we're sharing today. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you can go and have your chart read, but these are DIY things that you can do yourself. Um, what resonates with you? Did any of the other words resonate? How do you feel about your current job? Are you doing more of these things? Do the things that you like about your job. Are they related to these things? Are you not doing any of these things? And that's what we're going to think about in this exercise. 
Wow. Thank you so much, Kristen. That was really enlightening because I was just thinking about the different sun signs that I knew and putting those keywords next to them. And it really, it actually provided me some insight and also provided me some insight on my particular relationships with colleagues, depending upon their sun signs. So, um, so it's not even just for like our own self exploration, but like, how can we be in deeper community with the folks that we work with and, and make sure that their needs are getting met too, that we're hearing them. So I, I, I appreciate that insight. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. It's, it's so, um, it's always fun when we get to connect over these things because you've spent so you've literally spent the whole time that I've known you really making very, very important strides in the field of healing and education. And I remember when we were in college and you would, um, I think that your, your work study job was um, helping kids read. I always thought oh, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I always thought that was really cool. So it's really cool to see how this has evolved over the years. So you know, I'm so glad that you enjoyed the information and thank you so much for having me on as well. And I always learn from you in general. I feel like, I feel like you're like my teacher. So I totally like get that Aww. like educational, you know, stuff from you as well too, energy wise. <laughs> well, thank you. And, you know, I'm really happy to see how our paths are just really aligning organically, both as uh, the, with the deep sistership that we have and also professionally too. I think it's awesome. Thanks for saying yes. And thanks for being on this podcast and sharing your amazing knowledge. And for folks tuning in, this is the Grind Culture Detox podcast. So we're going to keep on sharing different ways to enhance our workplace well-being using alternative spiritual practices. And if you're interested in learning more, please feel free to visit my website at www.thrivingwithheather.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at thriving underscore with underscore Heather and follow the podcast at the Grind Culture Detox on Instagram as well. We will be back and thanks so much for thriving with us and talk to you soon. Peace. Bye.